0: Take this life and breathe on this heart. say hey. i Come on, who's excited to be in the house of the Lord this morning? Come on, let's just get ready to worship. God, we just thank you. We thank you that you are a good, good Father. And we just kind of give you all the glory and all the praise. Amen. Come on. Sing His praise. praise. So hard
1: this scripture this morning it's Romans 15 13 now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit I was just meditating on that and I feel like there are people here today who have lost hope it is not good to be hopeless the Lord has given us hope and if you've lost hope push yourself into worship lift the arms lift those arms shout out sing at the top of your lungs move a little bit and you know what God is gonna pour in that hope it's up to you if he gives you a drop or a dropper full or a tablespoon or eight ounces or everything he's got I want everything he's got let's go for it let's have God pour in hope
0: voice. When I lift my voice and shout,
1: Lord take us out beyond the shore Lord Jesus father no fear father God we're thankful for your presence this morning and although you know some days it's hard to take it with us but Lord this Sunday is different your presence is different and we're gonna take it with us and we are gonna have no fear, and we are gonna share your word, and we are gonna pour out the waves of your Holy Spirit in this community, Lord God. Father, you are doing amazing things. We thank you, God, for your presence. We thank you for your presence. Even as we sit, we're gonna sit in your presence, Lord God. Hallelujah, well, welcome, welcome, welcome to Redeeming Love this morning. Wow, wow. So that's all I'm gonna say about that. All right, we are a church that believes in engaging God. That's what we do here during worship. It's our jumpstart, right? It's our jumpstart. We're engaging God. And we engage church, that's why we're here. And if you're online, we welcome you. We are so glad you joined us online. And then we engage culture, was what I prayed. God, bring us out into the community. Whatever you do, Monday through Saturday, take God with you, okay? um excuse me you would have gotten the engage card when you came in if you didn't please raise your hand and an usher would be happy to bring that to you but this is how we stay connected with you so please fill out as much as you're comfortable with on the back there's certainly things we can do prayer and praises there's still um you know places where you can serve and we'll talk about the little red box pastor we'll talk about that a little later okay so um on the back um, bulletin board there, there's some information on the Empower Her Conference, which is gonna be at House of Brave on September 20. actually it's the 28th, I think, right? So check the date, because the 27th is my husband's birthday and that's Wednesday, and the conference starts on the 28th, so I'm pretty sure that that's it. But double check me, because you know, I've been known to be wrong about a lot of things. There's a pre-ticket sale going on for more information, so just see the board, okay? Um, all right. So September 17th is that wonderful day once a year where we have Back to Church Sunday. Woo, right? Oh, come on. Yeah, that's a little better. That's a little better, okay. So this year we are going to be hosting a pre-service event from nine to nine forty-five. We're going to be having pastries and, um, you know, just some munchies like that. Mocha Blend Cafe, woo, 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 right? Mocha Blend Blend is going to be supplying coffee and making lattes. So listen, you don't want to miss that, right? And as a bonus, immediately following the service, there's going to be a gift for everybody immediately following the service so we're going to be passing that out on the way out okay so you don't want to miss back to church sunday it's going to be a hoot we've never done it like this but we are so looking forward to it because you know we gotta we gotta step it up every once in a while we gotta step it up we gotta make it different you know what to the glory of god so don't be afraid to bring people please bring people get them a latte you know give them a pastry but you know spread the word of jesus and this is how we're going to do it all right, if you'd like to help serve, because believe it or not, things like that don't happen necessarily by miracles. Nobody is gonna you know, miraculously materialize that day to help uh, Trish or to pass out pastries, so we need help. And if you uh, can help with that, please sign up on your Engage card, okay? Today is Communion Sunday, so if you're at home, please take this time to go get a cracker, some juice, anything you have in the house. God is not particular when it comes to that. He's particular about your heart. So today is Communion Sunday. What's that mean? Uh, You're getting better. I'm gonna give you a lot of credit. You are getting better. Holy Spirit Encounter Night will be this Wednesday at 6.30, right? We are looking forward to what God is gonna do. He always like goes above and beyond anything I could think or ask for the evening. So I'm always excited about it. I hope you are too. All right, so, wow, that was a lot. All right, we're gonna pray and we're gonna dismiss the kids. Just reach your arms out to a little one. Lord Jesus, we pray your spirit over these children. and over the teachers, Lord God. Father, fill them with everything they're gonna need to face school this coming week, Lord, with Jesus in their heart. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, after these messages, pastor will be bringing his message on liberation, which is our deliverance ministry.
2: good morning church good morning. good morning so happy to to be here today so excited for you guys um, I'm just thrilled um, with everything that's going on it's just so good here uh, you guys are awesome you guys are doing an awesome job and uh, it's just this is great I mean this is the kingdom in action this is the body of christ we're we're doing it we're making it happen <clears throat> Um, I just want to touch on the word that came forth through um, Elizabeth today, this, this message of hope. And it's who we are as Christians, as faith-filled people, we're people of hope. And so Hebrews 11 is the hall of fame of faith. And so it's it's the hall of fame of faith of all these people who went before us, of all of these people whose faith that we stand on. and. In verse 9 this doesn't this isn't the message but I want to highlight this this morning. In verse 9 it says this about all of these people who stood in faith believing. Stood in faith believing. It says this, it says these all died, I'm sorry, verse 13. Verse 13. These all died in faith not having received the promises. They stood in faith for the promise and they died not receiving the promise. But having seen them afar off, they were assured from them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Listen, I'm a stranger and a pilgrim on the earth. I'm a stranger on this planet. And I am a pilgrim. That means I am just passing through. I'm on a journey somewheres. For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland. I've found my homeland. It's called heaven. It's called heaven. This is the journey that I'm on. This is where I'm going. I am a stranger on this earth. I am a citizen of heaven. And if truly they had called to mind the country which they have come out of, they would have had opportunity to return. I could go back to being an American. But now they desire a better that is a heavenly country. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God. For he has prepared a city for them whose builder and maker is God. And so this is the hope that I stand in. This is the hope that I stand in. I will believe with my, with my last breath. I will believe for the promises of God with every ounce of fiber of my being. And if I don't receive them, then I will die believing for those promises having not seen them and i'll just join the hall of fame of faith Amen. Yes. but i've positioned myself i won't change i'm believing it's a perfect segue into my message this morning <laughs> we're talking about uh, our new deliverance ministry it's called liberation and the point behind liberation is that we could be free. We want everyone here at Redeeming Love, everyone, every Christian on the planet, the whole plan from Jesus is that we be free. And so liberation is our deliverance ministry that we're launching here at the church. And I'm just, I'm thrilled. I'm overjoyed. Um, We're launching all kinds of stuff, all kinds of ministries. A few years back, we launched our healing ministry. We've seen countless healings, just every week now we're seeing healings different things happening and so we're thrilled with that and so now we want to launch deliverance ministry why because jesus said that these signs will follow those who believe that they will lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover that they will cast out demons and so why aren't we seeing it we should be seeing it and so we're going to see it and we're seeing it and so i want to talk to you today about our deliverance ministry it's called liberation. First scripture I want to share is uh, 1 John 4, 4. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, the, the evil spirits of the world, because he who is in you, the Holy Spirit that is in you, is greater than anything that's in the world, greater than he that is in the world. And so I quote this scripture all the time to myself. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world, the second half of it. One, one, 1 John 4, 4b. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Say it with me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And so this becomes one of the most important scriptures that we can talk about. And I always want to talk about this scripture before I start talking about anything within the demonic realm because there are some people in here, I'll tell you right now, that you're afraid of the demonic realm, you're afraid of demons, you're afraid of unclean spirits, and I'm here to say there is absolutely no reason that we should be. Why? (laughs)
0: Greater is he that is in me than he that is in
2: the world. You got it. Good, good. See, this is working. This is working. Okay. Got it. This is working. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And so if you have to, uh, like I've said before, write it on your eyelids so that You know, you see it all the time. You can read it back to yourself all the time. Don't, honestly, please don't go get it tattooed on your eyelids. Don't do that. Just write it in a place where you can see it. Put it before your eyes. Put it on your rearview mirror as you're driving. Put it in the, don't do that. That's a bad idea. You need to, you need to drive safe. Put it on the bathroom mirror where you brush your teeth. That's safe. You don't need to watch yourself brush your teeth. You find all kinds of different places where you can post stuff to read. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. You have to come to a place of understanding where no demon can touch you. They can't do things to you. Yeah. And so this is just the beginning of the message. And so I'm here to talk to you today about liberation. And so liberation is our deliverance ministry. We're launching it here at Redeeming Love. And why are we able to launch this? We're able to launch this because there's unity here at the body. There's unity here at Redeeming Love. And I just want to give a shout out to the whole church because you guys make this possible. Uh, Not only is the team that we've brought together on board with this, but you guys are all on board with everything that's going on here. And so because of the unity of the church, we can accomplish a lot more, a lot more than when there's division and we have to work all of those things out. So thank you guys so much for being on board with the vision. Engage God, engage church, engage culture. We will engage God to the point where we are seeing the fullness of the manifestation of the kingdom of God in our lives. We will engage church until we form great godly relationships that we will take into eternity. Amen. Praise the Lord. And we will engage culture to the point where we walk out these doors and we affect the community around us with the kingdom of God. Amen. Come on. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little bit excited. Amen. We're seeing it happen. And so liberation is just this next step. Our, our plan here is, there's no secret, our plan here is to take everything that Jesus told us to do and then do it. (laughs) I like that plan. I like that plan. He told us to do it. We're going to do it. He said to heal the sick, we're healing the sick. He said to cast out demons, we're casting out demons. He said to go and preach the gospel, we're going to go and preach the gospel. Why is the city of Troy going to get saved? Because we're going to do what Jesus said. It's really a lot more simple... Than we make it out to be but when we come to whoop whoop but the unity when we come to disunity and we start arguing against one another and we start not being on the same page we spend more time fighting with ourselves and we do accomplishing the, the mission of god but here at redeeming love because of the place of unity in which we stand i can't tell you how much i honestly value the unity it makes me weep because i, I see pastors and i talk with a lot of different pastors I just messed my stuff up. There we go, we're back. I see pastors and I talk with pastors who are dealing with disunity in their church and they're, they're going nowhere as fast. And it's sad that this is the condition of the, of, of the church in some places. But here we've got so much unity and I'll fight you for the unity. I mean, I don't have to fight you. I'll go to God and I'll pray and he'll fight you. But I will fight for unity. I will strive for unity. The Bible says, strive that we are all to strive for the unity of the church. You want to put your efforts into doing something? Put your efforts into being unified with one another. Come on. All right. I got to get going here. I know. That was good. Thanks. (laughs) Mark 16, 15 through 18. Jesus said to them, go into all the world. Preach the gospel to every creature. Jesus giving his instructions. Here we go. We're going to do what Jesus said. Go into all of the world. Preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. He who does not believe, He who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. In my name, they will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. If they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. And so, this is um, um, Todd White's testimony. He read this scripture and he said, It says that when I lay hands on the sick, people will recover. And I'm not seeing it yet. And so, he just started praying for people. And so, he prayed for thousands and thousands and thousands of people. I don't know exactly how many. His pastor uh, re- refused to allow him to pray within the church for healing any longer. His wife would only go to church with him because it was the only place that he wasn't going to pray for people. If he walked through Walmart, if he walked through the grocery store, no matter where else he went, he would pray for people and he wasn't seeing people healed yet. Did you hear me? He wasn't seeing people healed yet, but he didn't stop. He said, I know what my Bible says. It says, I will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. And he hadn't seen anybody healed yet. But he wouldn't stop praying to the point where his wife wouldn't go out in public with him because she knew what he was going to do he was going to pray for somebody and she knew what was going to happen is that they weren't going to get healed and then it's an awkward situation and what do you do with that and he just overcame the awkwardness and he said i'm not going to stop until i see it happen and then all of a sudden one day it all changed one day it all changed and the floodgate of healing was released through this man's life now, he, he has one of the best percentages of any healing evangelist that I know. He prays people get healed. When it first happened, it got to the point where, uh, this is a, a little rabbit trail, but I think it's worth going down. When he first got saved, he got to the point where he was driving an ice delivery truck, you know, the delivery trucks that drop ice off at the different places? And so he had a specific route. He would go to specific places time and time and time again. And he had gotten a history now on his ice delivery truck of the fact that this guy prays for people and they get healed. And so when he would pull in his ice truck to drop off ice in the little ice compartment, people would start coming out from the stores all around and they would surround him and they would say, can you pray for me? Can you pray for my sister? Can you pray for this one? Can you pray for that one? Why? Because the healing manifested and now they knew where to go to get the goods. Why? Because he said, it says they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. And he refused. He refused. I refuse to not believe that I will see the promises of God. He refused to believe that he would not see the promises of God. This is where I've positioned myself. I'm not going going anywhere. We will see the sick healed. We are seeing the sick healed. We will see demons cast out. We are seeing demons cast out. We will see the lost saved. We will see the city of Troy saved. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. I've positioned myself, and I refuse to have any other answer. (laughs) This is faith. And so Jesus said, lay hands on the sick and they will recover. If you drink anything deadly, it's not going to hurt you. You'll take up serpents and they won't hurt you. That doesn't mean we go out and take up snakes on purpose. They will speak in new tongues and they will cast out demons. Why is it that we as Pentecostals have only done one of these things? We want to speak in tongues. That's great. Do the rest. Let's do the rest. I want to do it all. I want to do everything that Jesus said. And so liberation is our deliverance ministry so that we can help people, everyone here at the church and others, to get completely free so that we don't have to deal with the enemy any longer. Amen. Amen. Matthew 8, 16. When evening had come, they brought to Jesus many who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits with a word, and he healed all who were sick. And so Jesus... and he healed all who were sick. And so Jesus was able to cast out unclean spirits with a single word. I love this in the Chosen series. The demon-possessed man is fighting against the uh, Simon the Zealot, right? And he's overpowering him. Simon the Zealot's this super strong guy, and he's trained for war. But this little scrawny demon-possessed man, because of the demon that's in him, is stronger, and he's overpowering simon the zila this is in the show and jesus comes running up he's hears this commotion he comes running up and he and he just yells out out and the demon goes now if we walked in the power of jesus if we walked in the full manifestation of the full power that jesus walked in we would say out and every demon would leave if i walked in the full manifestation of the power that jesus walked in every single time i prayed for people they would get healed without exception and there wouldn't be any missing I haven't come to the place where I'm able to pray for people and every single person gets healed we're seeing a lot of healings but we're not seeing everyone healed and so we're seeing people delivered but we're not seeing everyone healed so there's two ways that we can have deliverance we can have deliverance by power this is the way that Jesus did it we see this in our own lives on occasion but then we can also have deliverance by the truth when we understand the word He who he whom the Sun sets free is free indeed. The truth shall set you free. And so when we understand the word of God, the understanding the word of God has the power to set us free. Understanding the word of God also has the ability to heal our bodies. And so we can we can be healed through the power, we can be healed in worship, and we can be healed by simply understanding what the word of God says. Simple understanding. Heal our bodies. And so there's deliverance by power. There's deliverance by truth. We believe in deliverance by power. Our liberation is a deliverance by truth. And so um, this whole thing started uh, with Carlos Anacondia back in the 80s, 90s, I believe. I forget the date. Uh, But Carlos Anacondia would have these meetings in South America. And he would, in his meetings, at the end of the meetings, after he prayed and people would come to Christ, he would say, Satan, go in Jesus' name. And as he simply said, Satan, go in Jesus' name, 10 to 20% of the congregation that was there would experience immediate deliverance. Immediately, 10 to 20% of the people in the room would immediately be set free, delivered of every, every evil spirit. And, you know, they said to themselves, Carlos Yanakandia and his associate that was helping him, Paulo Batari, they said, all right, well, what about the other you know, 90, 80 to 90%? We can't let them go without being set free as well. And so they developed this process, and we've, uh, we've, um, we've implemented their process in a, in a way. I mean, they do it a little bit differently, but we've made it a, appropriate for us. Um, and we learned it from another church nearby that does it. Um, and so this is the liberation process. And so it's a process by which you'll sit down uh, with our deliverance team, and we'll go through it, and I'll talk to you a little bit more about what it's going to look like. But know this, that some of us are going to be delivered with a simple command. Some of us are going to need a, a liberation session. You're going to need to sit down with someone and go through a session where you're able to be set free. Some of us might need a little bit more than than liberation. You might need a little bit more than that session. right? You might need RTF. You might need uh, Sozos, prayer healing. All There's, there's a whole... There's a whole laundry list of other things that can help you deal with things from your past. And then beyond that, some others might need counseling. And so it's my firm belief that it comes down to how easily we can let things go. Right? How easily can we let things go? And so for some of us, we let things go really, really easily. You know, um, I, I talk all the time about how I want to come to the place where I'm unoffendable. And so somebody does something and I come to the point now where I don't even realize that people are trying to offend me. It's, it's a beautiful thing. That's fine, it, but if I don't ever take that on, then I don't ever have to get over it. <laughs> but I know, I, I, and I don't say this uh, in any kind of judgment, but I just know that there are others on the other end where even today as I'm speaking and I'm saying certain things, you're being offended. It's just, it's just the nature of humanity. And so it just comes down to the fact of how easily can we let things go. And while we grow in our ability to let things go, we don't want to let things sit and stew. We want to be able to deal with them, and that's what liberation comes in. 2 Corinthians 4, 2, it says, But we have renounced the hidden things of shame, not walking in craftiness nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by the manifestation of truth, commending ourselves to, en- to every man's conscience in the sight of God. And so there are some sins, there's sins of commission, and there's some, there's sins of omission. There's some sins that we know about, and there's other sins that we don't know about. And so we need to be able to repent of all of those things. Sometimes there's, there's things that have been done to us that through no fault of our own, and we can break the power of all of these things. And so liberation is a process we're, we're gonna walk through and we're going to set you free from any influence of the enemy. Let's look at the next scripture. It says, uh, Jesus said to them, most assuredly, I think we skipped one, no, nope. there we go. Jesus said to them, most assuredly, I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. and a slave And a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed if the son makes you free you shall be free indeed and so what happens is uh whoever commits sin becomes a slave of sin this is what the scripture says and so what we can learn here is whatever you yield to you make yourself a slave of right this this premise this this idea that jesus puts out here in John chapter 8 is repeated in Romans and is also repeated in 1st John and so whatever you yield to you become a slave of whatever sin you enter into you become a slave to that thing you surrender authority to that thing in your life you you open a door and you allow some amount of influence into your life and so if we go back to the beginning and it's really simple to understand in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth, and he created Eden, and he put Adam in Eden, and he gave him dominion and authority over the whole earth. It doesn't say that he just had dominion and authority over Eden. He had dominion and authority over the whole earth. Now, it was only recognized and executed within the boundaries of Eden because that was the only place that he was able to take care of. But it was God's plan that he would expand because before the fall, he said, go be fruitful and multiply. But he had the authority to take the whole earth. When he sinned, he surrendered his authority to Satan. We see this clearly in Scripture. We could lay this out for you. It would take a little bit of time, but I assure you that's there. When he sinned, he surrendered authority to Satan. Jesus came through the cross. He defeated Satan. He won it all back. Jesus said uh, when in the Great Commission, he says, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And this gets me really excited, guys, because he told Adam he had authority over the earth. But Jesus comes back and says, I've got the authority of the heavens and the earth. And here you go. You take it and go and win back the kingdom. You take it and you go and you win back the whole planet. Before, we only had dominion over the earth. Now, I I, I know, I'm excited, guys. Do you understand? We have dominion over the heavens. Yeah, yeah. We have dominion over the heavens. Are you kidding me? What does this even mean? Does this mean that we can command angels and demons? Ooh, careful. Yeah, I mean, it does. <laughs> but we need to be in, in the will of God. We can't do it of our own place or of our own wanting or of our own desire. We can only do it as the king wants. So he's given us this authority. But the scripture is still true. Whatever whoever commits sin becomes a slave of sin so if we have a sin in our life or if we have an area where we have habitual sin in our life we've opened a little bit of a door and we've allowed the enemy to have some amount of influence in our life and so we read throughout scripture talks about um, possession oppression right and so people will say uh, so does that mean that I'm possessed no does it mean that I'm oppressed maybe But whichever way it is, you've allowed some amount of influence in your life. So if we were to look at the Greek of the the possession and the oppression, they're actually just different words of levels of influence. And so you're allowing an amount of influence in your life. And so as you sin, you allow influence into your life. And so this is the whole idea behind liberation. We're going to renounce, like we said in the previous scripture, we're going to renounce the hidden things of shame, the things that we don't want to talk about. And then we're going to close the door and take back the authority that we've surrendered through any of these actions. And so sometimes it's a sin that we may have committed. Sometimes it's um, something that happened to us through no fault of our own. But all of these things have got to go. John 12, 4 through 6, watch this. Uh, But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, who would betray him, said why was this fragrant oil not sold for three hundred denarii and given to the poor and so this is the where mary pours the feet on uh... jesus uh... pours the oil on jesus feet and then judas complains and he says this he said not because he cared for the poor but because he was a thief he was a thief he was a thief and he used to and he had the money box and he used to take what was put in it and so I wanna, I wanna draw your attention here. Judas had an open door because he used to regularly steal from the ministry of Christ. I mean there's a lot of places that you can steal from but can you imagine stealing from Jesus? I mean I know that no sins are worse than any others right but I don't know this one just seems to get me like I think that this one's a little worse like you're gonna steal from anybody you're gonna steal from Jesus? Really? I mean, we know what happened to Ananias and Sapphira in Acts chapter 4, right? Yeah, they, they just lied to the Holy Spirit. What, what happens if you steal from Jesus? And so what we see here is that there's an open door in Judas's life. And so what did this open door turn into? The next chapter. John 13, 26, Jesus answered and said, It is to him whom I give a piece of bread when I have dipped it. And he dipped the bread, he gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon, same Simon. Now after the piece of bread, Satan entered him. Then Jesus said to him, whatever you do, do quickly. And so because of the open door that Judas had through the sin that he committed that he didn't deal with, stealing from Jesus, he left the door open for Satan to come in. I wonder if he had dealt with the thing and never stolen if he had, if he wouldn't if if Satan would have ever not been able to get in, I mean it's a question for another day. And honestly, we know the scriptures and the prophecies had to be fulfilled. Yada yada yada. That's a that is a rabbit jump. Kill that one. <laughs> it comes back to authority. And so here Judas surrendered his authority. Colossians two eight. It says, don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies, high-sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and the spiritual powers of this world rather than from Christ. And so don't let someone uh, convince you with wrong thinking. Don't let someone uh, convince you with human thinking. And don't let someone convince you with spiritual powers of this world. And so I I have this scripture here because I want you to know that there are spiritual powers in this world. There are spiritual powers in this world. And so there's no neutral spirits. There are spirits of God and there are spirits of the enemy. And there's nothing in between. You don't have this neutral spirit. There's no such thing as the white witch or the good witch. No. You're either a Christian or you're a spirit of God or you're a spirit of the enemy nothing in between nothing in between nothing in between okay so when if you've ever seen um, a ouija board or a seance or if you've ever taken part in any of these things those are demonic those are evil spirits that are operating and so if you've ever done that you may have opened a door now maybe you were through repentance you've been you've already closed the door that's great but if not we're here to help this is what the liberation process is Ouija board seances, horoscopes, palm readings, just to mention a few different cults, foreign religions, all of these things operate on demonic powers. And so in the story of The Chosen, what I talked about earlier, where this demon-possessed man was filled with power and he was overcoming Simon the Zelot, right? That's a demonic spirit. It gave him supernatural power. In the same way, the Holy Spirit can give us supernatural power. Not that we physically need to fight these things, but I mean, and we can, but who knows? You may need supernatural power. How many times have we heard a story where an angel came and touched a mom who was able to lift the car off of her child, right? You hear stories of this. It's supernatural power given by the Holy Spirit. This is what happened. I mean, we're, we're explaining it really simply, but this is really what happened. And so um, it's either a good spirit or it's a bad spirit. Uh, 2 Corinthians 10:4 and 5, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. The weapons of our warfare, we are engaged in a spiritual battle. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not of the flesh. But they are mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. Things that you can't get rid of on your own. Casting down arguments, wrong thinking, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. And so there's some things that we can get rid of on our own, and then there's other things that we might need a little bit of help with. Sometimes when people come to Christ, they're immediately delivered. I know of countless stories, time and time again. I said the prayer and immediately God delivered me from alcoholism, drug use. The list is long. You, you, you go, and li- go and make the list. There, there are all kinds of things. Suicidal thoughts, anything. All of this stuff. Immediately, supernaturally delivered at salvation. Praise God. And then those same people tell me that but I had to deal with alcoholism, drug use, suicidal thoughts. And so they might have been delivered of one and had to deal with another. And so liberation is our, uh, the process where we're going to help you to spiritually deal with anything spiritual that might be affecting this area. Some people come to Christ, they're immediately different. So other times you have to walk it out. Still other times people struggle with sin for far too long. How long do you want to go around this mountain? How long do you want to go around this mountain? The Israelites wandered in the desert for 40 years. Do you want to wander and deal with your stuff for 40 years? Or do you want to be free? I I want to be free. I want to be free. And if there's strongholds in your life, that's what liberation is for. And so uh, some of the strongholds can be addiction. If you're addicted to something and you can't stop doing it, it could be a spirit. It could definitely be a spirit. some of the strongholds in your life could be a sin that easily besets. There's a sin that you just can't get victory over. A sin that you can't b- get victory over. It very well could be a spiritual influence in your life causing this to happen. Um, unforgiveness. Is there an area in your life where you just can't forgive? There might be something spiritually attached there help causing you to have unforgiveness, causing you to not be able to achieve forgiveness. Are you still blaming others for shortcomings in your life? If <laughs> the, um, if you use the words and say, oh, well, I'm this way because my parents, you might need deliverance. You might need a, a liberation session. I'm this way because so-and-so. I'm this way because something in my past. You might need liberation. Liberation will probably help that. Uh, what does a liberation session look like? So we have a, a little sheet that you're going to fill out when you come in. You sign up. If you want, you can sign up in your Engage card. There's a little box there today. Sign up on your Engage card, the little red box. Check the box. And uh, we'll email you dates and times. We'll get you in on a session. And so when you arrive, um, there is a little sheet that you fill out, two pages long, and it's going to ask some different questions, like I've already covered some things. Have you ever uh, played with a Ouija board or done this or done that? and it's gonna ask some more questions about your history and different things that you've done in your life, different things that have happened to you in your life. And so as you fill that out, um, we're gonna take that and we're gonna lead you through prayer and repentance, renouncing and breaking curses over any of those things in your life. And so, yeah. So after you fill the sheets out, you're gonna go into the room Uh, I point to my office because that's where I've been doing them, but we'll we'll have other rooms available because we have multiple people. people, We have teams at this point. And um, we'll go through line by line and we'll deal with everything on the sheet. And when we deal with everything on the sheet, we'll break every curse because we have the power to break curses. We will renounce every activity that we've ever done because we have the ability to renounce those things. We will forgive the people that we need to forgive and we'll ask God for forgiveness for things that we need to be forgiven of. This is the process of liberation. This is really what we do. And so after we closed, that's the process of closing the doors. And so we'll go through and we'll talk about everything on that sheet. We'll close every door from every activity. And then at the end, after we've closed all of the doors, we'll cast out any spirits associated with any of these activities. And then you're free the casting out of the spirits actually doesn't take that long. It doesn't. you know why? Because we cast them out with a word. Because we do carry the same power of Jesus. What takes a little bit longer is figuring out what spirits might be there. And so we can do a generalization where we just say, come out, go out in Jesus' name. We can do that. So, and again, like Anacondia, uh, Paulo Batari, sometimes that works. For a lot of people it doesn't and so this is a process where we see much better results After we cast everything out We will fill you with the Holy Spirit We will fill you with the Holy Spirit because that's important. It's important to be filled with the Holy Spirit Uh, We're going to read another scripture here in a little bit And so that's what a liberation session looks like it takes about an hour hour and a half normally um, on occasion, it might be a little bit longer. If it goes beyond an hour and a half, uh, a lot of times we'll reschedule for a, um, a second session. Uh, we've had to do that once, I think. Um, but it doesn't take takes an hour, hour and a half. Um, am I missing anything? Everything, uh, everything that you share within a liberation session, 100% confidential. I don't even tell my wife the stuff that I hear. I don't even want to remember the stuff that I hear. As a matter of fact, I, being dead serious, um, I pray a prayer that I would forget everything that I hear because I don't want to know. It's way too much for anyone to know. I'm going to go through counseling after we get this fully up and running. I'm not, there's, there's no, there's no joke. This isn't, um, honestly, I'm being totally honest here. The other day, um, you know, stuff had gone on and this has never happened before, but I, I got home and it was late, it was going to bed, and I, and I just knelt down to pray, and I prayed, and as I prayed, went through a bunch of stuff that had happened, talked about in the day, and uh, I was just praying for people. And as I'm walking upstairs, the scripture comes to me from the prayer of Jabez, Lord, that I might not cause pain. And it, it just gripped me in a new way in, you know, having done a couple of liberation sessions and really being impacted throughout the day that day by whole host of stories that are going on. But, God, I don't want to ever do anything that might cause pain. Mm -hmm. And so it brought a totally different aspect in my life. After having been saved for 30 years and reading this for 30, you know, prayer prayer of Jabez, you hear that right off the bat, right? 30 years. And so that I might not cause pain. Totally confidential. No one uh, says anything that's uh, easy. James 4 through 7. Therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. One of the things you do, one of the things we're going to do when you go through a liberation session is we're going to send you home with an exit sheet. And on there there's just a few instructions, and one of them is um, James 4, 7, and 8. We will deal with everything spiritually uh, possible that might be connected to any of these things that we struggle with. We're gonna deal with the spiritual aspect of it. But there's still a flesh aspect. And so there's a spirit and there's a flesh in anything. And so although we're dealing with the spiritual aspect, you still have to deal with the flesh aspect. And so you still have to resist the devil. The devil's gonna come back, he's gonna lie to you. He's going to try and tell you, you weren't really delivered. He's going to try and tell you like, hey, that's not okay. He operates in the same vein that he used to before. We've already seen this with some people that have gone through it. The same sin that they came in struggling with, they left struggling with, or the the enemy lied to them the day after that they were struggling with, thank God they were able to get free through their friends. Uh, But the enemy is not creative. Know this, that the enemy is not creative and so the sin that you're dealing with before is the sin that he's gonna come back at with you again with tomorrow and so the same way that he lied to you yesterday and you believe this is the same way that he's gonna lie to you after the liberation session why because he's not a creative guy God's creative not Satan Satan just does what he knows to do you're gonna have to deal with it you're still gonna have to deal with it you know it's not a silver bullet it doesn't get rid of everything it gets rid of the spiritual aspects It may be a spirit leading you to sin or it may be your flesh. And so we need to deal with both. Liberation is going to help us to deal with the spiritual aspect. Uh, Just one last scripture. I want to talk about a few different things uh, relating to deliverance and then we're going to take communion today. Matthew 12, 43 through 45. This is a a really interesting... um, This is a really interesting scripture regarding the demonic powers. Jesus says, when an unclean spirit goes out of a man, because this is what we're talking about, the unclean spirit goes through dry places seeking rest and finds none. Then he says, I will return to my house from which he came and when he returns he finds it empty, swept and put in order. Then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself and they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first so shall it be also with this wicked generation. And so one of the things that we, I want you to know is that we, we do deliverance on Christians. Because if somebody's not saved, we can't fill them with the Holy Spirit. And so if they're not saved and we can't fill them with the Holy Spirit, then the condition of the person will be worse than the first. And so deliverance ministry, liberation ministry specifically, is for the church. It's for us. It's for believers that we can be free. And so, um, if somebody's unsaved, we're going to tell them, you, we don't want you to go through liberation because we don't want to make matters worse for you. Right? Everything is done with the individual in mind. Um, when, we, when, we, um, when we get done with the session, we rip up all the papers. We rip them right up. Nobody ever sees any of that. There's instructions on the, on the paper, don't put your name on this. No, no names are ever put on anything because we don't want anyone mistakenly to find out anything because it's all confidential. The spiritual realm, the enemy knows where he came from, he knows where he can return. And so when we cast spirits out, we wanna fill with the Holy Spirit. Being filled with the Holy Spirit is what's going to prevent evil spirits from coming back. A Couple of the other, uh, two of the other uh, instructions on the sheet that you get when you leave is continue to fill yourself with the Holy Spirit. Pray in tongues every single day for an hour a day. Why? Because it fills you with the Holy Spirit. Book Jude 1, uh, 20 says, Praying in the Holy Spirit, building up your most holy faith. We fill ourselves with the Holy Spirit by praying in tongues. That's, that's the main purpose behind praying in tongues, is to fill myself more with the Holy Spirit. I mean, yes, it prays prayers to God, and it's the secret prayer language. It's code. But... It's to fill us with the Holy Spirit. If we maintain this posture of being filled with the Holy Spirit, the enemy has no more entrance. We don't save people, we don't lead people through who are unsaved, and um, we want to do this uh, with people from our church. If someone from another church would want deliverance, um, we will give preference to everyone here, especially members, first. But if somebody from another church wanted to do it, number one, they have to be saved, but number two, their pastor has to be, uh, their, their has to be for it. He has to be in line with it because it comes back to authority. Yeah. Yeah. It comes back to authority because if someone's in a different church and that pastor is the authority over their life and they don't believe in deliverance, they can undo everything that's done through a liberation session simply by what they say because it comes back to authority. And that pastor has authority over their life. 1 John 4.4, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And so we have this power in earthen vessels. We have the power of Christ within us. And so we want to make liberation available for all of you. Uh, that are here today if that's you and you we've talked about this today, and you're saying yeah I want to do a liberation session sign me up I just check that little box on your engage card We're going to email you this week So make sure that your email on your engage card is correct and legible so that we can get that to you uh, I know that we have all of your emails, but uh, once in a while we get a little bounce back um, And I'm not in the office doing those kinds of things, so I can't know all of that I just want to say get your email clear We'll get you in. might take a couple weeks. You know, there's a lot of us here today, so depending on how many sign up. Um, But we are super excited. I'm super excited to be moving forward with this ministry. I'm thrilled that we're able to offer it. And I'm thrilled that we're doing it here at Redeeming Love because this is uh, just the next thing that God has called us to in fulfilling the instructions that he gave. Go into all the world. Preach the gospel to every creature. Heal the sick. Cast out demons. We'll do it. We'll do it. We will do it. We're going to do it. We are doing it. So praise the Lord. Um, If that's you, check the box on your Engage card. Let me just pray. Father, in Jesus' name, stand to your feet. You know what? Stand to your feet. I'm going to ask the worship team to come forward. Uh, The worship team is going to play a song here during communion today. Um, What I want to do, even as they begin to come and as they begin to play, is I just want to pray a prayer and we do believe that demons go out by power and so I will pray and I'm gonna pray a prayer to cast out any unclean thing in this room right now worship team you guys can start playing whenever you're ready so if you're here gathered with us just begin to pray in tongues if you have your spiritual language I know this isn't something that we normally do on a Sunday Lord we just pray that you would fill this room with your presence right now Father, we thank you for uh, the worship that we offered this morning, even God, and your Holy Spirit that was here today, God. Father, we pray, come in a new way. God, come in a greater way. Father, we pray for the strength of your Spirit to be on display right now. God, we pray for the strength of your Spirit to be on display right now. Father, the display of your Spirit, the strength of your Spirit, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus. We take authority over every unclean spirit, and we command it to go in the name of Jesus. Father, every unclean spirit, we command it to go right now in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Father, things that we've struggled to let go of, we command them to go right now in Jesus' name. Spirits of addiction, go in Jesus' name. The sin that easily besets, go in Jesus' name. Father, we we pray more of your Holy Spirit, Lord. 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 More of you, Lord. More of you, Lord. going to sing a song and then we'll come back and we'll do communion let's worship
0: this is communion Sweet, the gift of range, true is so-
2: stretches across the whole face of the earth for every Christian to come. It stretches throughout history to the last table where Jesus sat with his disciples. It began there. We eat at that same table today. This is the bread, the bread of his body. Jesus, we remember the price that you paid. And Lord, we take your body, we take this bread now. God, remembering all those who have gone before us. You shared this with your disciples. You share it with us today. You share it with Countless millions, hundreds of millions all around the globe, we take it together. We take it in unity, not looking at our differences, but looking at our similarities. We want to be one, God, as you are one with the Father. And the Holy Spirit, you invite us into that oneness. We take it today in Jesus' name. Jesus, we receive the cup of your blood. We remember the sacrifice that was poured out for us. The, heat, the stripes that were on your back that were for the healing of the saints. The cup of redemption, you bought us back. You bought us back. We are yours. I am no longer my own. I've been bought with a price the price of the precious blood of the Lamb. so costly just a drop we thank you God for forgiveness of sins we thank you God that we are restored to right relationship with you today we thank you God that you are faithful and you continue to be faithful that your mercies are new every morning That your grace never ends. Created in me a clean heart, oh God. Created in me a clean heart, oh God. God, I want to live right before you. God, I want to live right before you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, let's take the cup together.
1: Of God, but we are going to have communion. Um, there are multiple ways to give. There's the cards in the chair back. There's some information at the information station, and, and there's some stuff on the screen, some slide that will tell you. And we do this because this is part of our communion with God. This is part of what the Word says, and whenever we do what the Word says, we're obeying God. We're allowing Him to use us to spread his will and his word his Holy Spirit you know this is a gift this is a gift (laughs) to be able to say I'm part of redeeming love and to be able to say I know Jesus and I'm filled with the Holy Spirit and I can have sweet communion with him it's a gift but it's a gift you can't keep it's a gift you have to give out and that's what we do with tithes and offering. We're able to do so much because of your generosity. So Father God, we thank you. We thank you that you give to us so we can give. We thank you for your sweet communion, Lord God. We thank you for your presence. And Father, more than anything, we want you to use this church and we want you to use us to do your will. Wherever you put us, wherever you place us, wherever you lead us, Lord God. Father, we're believing for your kingdom come here on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. So our prayer and healing teams are gonna be available under the screens. Please take advantage of that for healing or just for something maybe that's in your life that you want prayer for. And we will see you next week.